What is going on, mate? I'm just seeing back in for another episode of FUT. Not so live today. Not live today, but we are here with Felix and Joey to talk about FIFA 20. How are Weekend Leagues going? The screen promo that is out now, the improved screen promo that is out now, and then, of course, again, it's, it seems like every week this week, or every week this year, there's more FIFA drama, so we'll, we'll, end the, we'll end off the podcast with that today. But, yeah, without further ado, last time we had the podcast, we were wishing Felix luck in his qualifiers. So let's start there, Felix. How did those qualifiers go? Um, what, what, what was the experience first time doing it? So be interested um, to hear from you. Where do I even start? Um, I went into this qualifier like without really expecting anything of myself performance-wise. I just thought, um, you know, let me go in there, just play my games, see what I can do, and try and learn from the experience and, you know, get it under my belt because it would be, I thought, would be a good experience to have. Turns out it was an utterly horrendous experience um, for the most part. Not because of the what was going on in the games. I'm fine with the games. Like, obviously, you're playing good players. It's going to be stressful. There was so much shit going down. In Like, they've got this Discord server, right, where all the, the pros and competitive players are in and admins. And there was, in the first two or three rounds, there was so much problems there like we had people accusing each other of cheating without proof or with proof nobody knew who was right and who was wrong there was people someone was playing with attribute cards uh, which is forbidden and the problem is uh, the the day before they moved away from playing it on the dedicated servers and decided they wanted to play it on normal peer-to-peer friendly connection because uh, there were too many complaints about the servers and the problem is, when you go into a friendly game, you can't see your opponent's squad before the game. So someone thought um, he could get away with using attribute cards because you like there's no way to see. But you can check your opponent's team before the game if you go through couch play and take about 12 hours out of your day to find the right menu and look at the team. And someone saw he had like three or four players with attribute cards. Uh, on his qualifier team. Somehow he didn't get disqualified, which I don't understand, but that's neither here nor there. Then we had uh, someone not joining the second leg of the game because they had to go to toilet. And they literally told their opponent, who didn't care and claimed the win, there was drama. They went to golden goal. Someone held 95% possession for a, for a game, just passing it around the defense because, the other, well, the other guy had no urgency to press. He, he was just on drop back. And it was an absolute shit show. People were complaining left, right and center. The admins remained radio silent. Um, then we had a problem where the brackets were incorrect and people played others who were on a different record than themselves. Like a one and one was matching a two and one, for example, which uh, a, a two and oh, I think it was, which just shouldn't happen. Um, it was catastrophic from the uh, like the, the the logistical part. I want to say the organization of the entire event was horrible. We it took us like nine hours to play five rounds, when the plan was to play seven rounds in about eight or nine hours. Um, so that was pretty bad loads of waiting in between which really gets you out of your rhythm and I didn't want to go into weekend league either because it's just different in it when you're playing someone on that top top level versus when you're playing someone who's not that good in weekend league with, with no disrespect to those players but it is just very different in terms of how you play the game and the mental aspect of it how you approach it so that was a bit tough that, that was honestly the worst part um, about the entire thing is being forced to wait for ages because you never know when the next round is going to start. You've got 10 minutes to check into the game and then you have to play them pretty much straight away. Like It is actually a pretty strict time limitation and obviously people would do anything to get the win. So if you don't show up in time and check in, uh, join the game, invite or something, people try to claim the wins because you weren't there or something. So that is a bit of a problem. Um, in terms of the actual games, I was super nervous going into my first game and I played really badly and um, I took the lead uh, 1-0 but ended up losing 4-1 on aggregate over both legs. Um, let myself down, like I played badly. Uh, but alright, next game, the second game I lost 1-0 on aggregate. Um, that was just super tough, man. We had a similar play style of just um, trying to play it safe and patient 
and I just couldn't break the dude down and I made one defensive mistake that cost me in the end so I can't really complain there third game finally a win um, the best way to win as well because my opponent was a much wiser man than everyone else that day and decided not to play <laughs> <laughs> what a he win was, he was he was on a zero and two record as well and I've, at that point it was literal hell in the discord and everywhere and he just decided right I just don't want this and oh I thought he was zero and two because he like forfeited the first two games as well now no, yeah, no, no, no. I, I think he played. I think he played. I don't know if he played or not, but he said, you know what, just take the win. I'm, I can't be asked. So I was one and two. Um, the next game, I played against a German pro, um, and I won 7 0 on aggregate, which sounds much better than it was actually. It, it was 4 0 after the first leg, and then he just rage quit, which obviously you can't do, um, which gave me a 3 0 win, a default win in the second leg. So I won there, and then I played against an Austrian pro in the fifth round when I was two and two. He was two and two as well, which I don't understand because he absolutely murdered me out there. Jesus, he was so good. I lost, I think, seven two on aggregate. I just couldn't do anything, man. He was way too good. So, uh, yeah, the mixed experiences really. It was good to play those high level games against against other very good FIFA players. So that was definitely enjoyable, and I think I learned a lot in terms of my gameplay. But the the waiting, man, the the logistical aspect of this is just terrible. The format is so bad. I think I really didn't enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I I just noticed straight away how it improved me as a FIFA player. Generally, after those games, I played a bit of weekend league. It was just a breeze through. It, it's so different, man. It's it just no stress, no pressure. I just went into those games, played. It, it I found it easy, honestly. I, I won with relative ease as well. Then. I think you built up your confidence. You probably went into the games just your confidence was super high, and you just were like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna murder maybe, these maybe, kids." <laughs> maybe maybe it was confidence, but it genuinely you learn a lot in terms of what what you do right and wrong in your gameplay, and that helps. Yeah, as well. yeah. The best I would say the best uh, way to get better is to play people that are way better than you. Um, I, I wouldn't I say way that. better. If it's if it's way out of range, then you're not gonna learn anything. Like if you're gonna getting clapped seven nil. There's nothing you learn from that game. Well, if you're if you're making qualifiers, you're you're general. I mean, you're playing against other people that are also. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I'm saying like when I met way better than you is like when you play. I guess I don't want to say on par. I still say better because I learned a lot last week when I I played uh, and the LA Galaxy Pro Guastella Giuseppe Guastella. I played him uh, middle of the night. <laughs> we played a bunch of games, but I just just the way he defended and the way he would like pull my defense out of position. I kind of started implementing those in the game. He uses the crab dribble quite a bit, especially if people are, uh, if, if your whole defense, you know, obviously even if you're not on drop back, you know, how your defense is still yeah, yeah, kind of sits back. back. So he would, he would pull me out a lot while he'd just be waiting, waiting, waiting. And he'd pull me out of position a lot doing that. So I tried to implement the crab dribble more. And I think a lot of people are going to start using it. I hate it so much, man. It's so infuriating to play against. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't use it myself, uh, which I probably should. I, I haven't figured out how to use it effectively yet. But it's so annoying to play against because there's literally nothing you can do, man. People I think it's, it's only good to like, like yeah. They, they do this backwards dribble. They're faster than you running forwards. What's going on? I do love a crab dribble. It's my favorite thing to do. I hate it. I hate that it's at the game, but I love doing it. Oh, Fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like everything. I was like everything last year. I hate, I hate that croquetta spam's in the game, but I'm gonna do it because I'm not gonna be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the the thing is with it. I want to say they implemented it so that you can dribble with players that don't have a high dribbling stat. Um, it just feels like they they thought a lot of people would rely on that rather than just left stick dribbling. Because a lot of the players, just even if they have decent dribbling in the 80s, you still can't dribble on, dribble with them as you could with a bunch. I think I really think the the stat should be scaled a little bit lower. I think it, it's too high of what you need to, in order to be able to dribble. Even defense, um, like Van Dyke, is just miles and miles ahead of any other defender that you can use on FIFA right in now. In terms of his tackling and interception and stuff, yes. Yeah. The one problem yeah, yeah. he has is the pace. Even though no, he's no, got seven pace, but I notice it so much that when somebody is is just a super pacey attacker, like I don't know, this was take was Mandembele for an example. He's just getting burnt. There's no chance of catching that one. Yeah, yeah, his pace obviously is is 
whatever, but his tackling and interceptions is on another level. I've, I've tried Koulibaly, and I think I've – he's pretty decent too, but he's still nothing like Van Dyke. And they've got similar, I think, tackling stats as well. He's Van Dyke's got that secret sauce. He's on let, the cover. Let me have a look at the card. <laughs> with with the a shadow chem style, Van Dyke literally gets 99s in interceptions, defensive awareness and sliding tackle, 97 standing tackle, and then 91 heading accuracy, which doesn't really matter in terms of flat out defending. But that is basically a perfect defensive card. Yeah, I mean, it is. But my point is, is like, they should scale it down a little bit. Because you, even before we started the pod, you were saying, like, this weekend you had so many bounce back. Well, you have Van Dyke, don't you, on your team? I do, or did yeah. you not use him? No, okay. no, I haven't. Well, I didn't use him in the qualifier. But right, because that makes your... It's because of the well, rating. Speaking of which, what were our teams like you came up with? Uh, came up against? Did everyone just have like Hullet Vieira and then a bunch of? Gold it wasn't that it? bad. Like the, the I faced a few people that weren't pros that were just other good players that hit twenty sevens. You know, um, most of them had a rather similar team to mine. They had like the Varane Mendy link up. They had they, well, a lot of people were using uh, Militao, for example. Semedo was. Uh, mm. A feature in in most people's teams. I saw a lot of Neymars and Bappes, Kantes. Um, not that many Ronaldos because of the price. I saw a couple of Messi's, Young Minsons. Um, that was that for the most part. But then um, that Austrian pro I, ha- uh, I played, he had um, ninety Hullets and Baby Eusebio, and it's, it's just unfair. That Eusebio scores those goals where you sit there and, and wonder how's he done that. He scores those three sixty no scopes with ease it's insane man the things you can do on this game unbelievable have you made any changes or are you going to make for your next qualifiers uh yes i did make changes actually to my main team as well um i was rocking baby nedved um who i sold and i sold some other things in the club that had my rewards were pretty good actually this time around um, from weekend league, I made a lot of coins with a bit of trading as well. Every now and then, well, I mean a lot of coins, like 300k in total, maybe, which are, it is Wait, a lot. Trading? Yeah, like that's a, bit a of damn good amount. Stuff, are you you know? Yeah, it is a good amount, but over a week or something, um, I, I didn't do a lot of it, but I got a few very good snipes. So yeah, I'm, I was happy with that. And um, the man I brought in is uh, Baby Pele. Who's Damn, started that's out a big pickup. Yeah, he, he started out amazing for me, right? With like ten goals and nine assists in the first eleven games or something. But I didn't really enjoy him after that, if I'm honest. He's now got twenty-four games, fifteen goals, fourteen assists. Now, obviously, the games are getting harder as well. But I, I do not want to judge this card in this weekend's gameplay because it is just genuinely shocking. Um, so that's a bit tough. I, I don't know where I want to play him though I've I've been playing him in the central cam spot most of the time now now I want to try him wide because I've not seen anything from Neymar from that wide position and he's been amazing for me centrally so I want to try if Pele is better wide and Neymar can do the same things in the center again so I want to try that um what that means for my qualifier team is let me get it up on on my screen um i know you guys can't see but i don't even know who's in there so i kind of need it for myself hang on a next second. qualifiers are next week right it is next saturday yeah i'm gonna play it as well i'm gonna stream it again um that's the plan as of yet um if nothing comes up or changes or whatever i plan to play that so my team is we've got the nipple areola in net uh semedo varan lucas hernandez and Balan mendy in defense We've got Kante and Sissoko, who's another player that's new that I'm bringing in at CDM. So I can't play Pogba because of the rating. I have to play Sissoko. And I've got the front four of Mbappe, Neymar, Pele, and Cristiano Ronaldo. And it starts in a, if anyone's interested, it starts in a 4 triple two with everyone on 10 chem, except for Ronaldo on 8 and Neymar on 7. Dude, I, I got to be honest with you. I got rid of Mbappe. I can't play with with him on, as striker. I like him. You play him out wide. I, right? I don't really know who who else I should use there, honestly. Well, out wide, I can see him being good because there was a few games where I would put Griezmann as my main striker, Neymar as my cam, and then I put Mbappe out wide with them Bailey out wide, and it was a lot, lot better. 
Yeah. But he just misses chances, man. Like his his finishing's decent on his card, but the amount of chances he missed, I I couldn't deal with it. I was like, dude, you gotta go. And I actually br- completely uh, went in with a new team this weekend league. But as we all know, servers have been absolute trash. I mean, Rob can attest to this. I honestly think, man, NA's got it worse <laughs> than anybody, dude. I really do. I think NA's got the worst delay, hands down. I can't judge. Game. Like, it's hard to judge for me because I've not experienced any other gameplay than myself from at home. So, well, you're so in Germany. What kind? I mean, your typical weekend league. How many games for you are delayed in in Germany? That really depends. It is very yeah. different. The first two weekend leagues I played this year, I had maybe like three, four, five games that were quite bad. Where I thought, holy shit! Not Out of thirty, just delayed. five games. Yeah, not. It depends on the time of day as well because I I adjust my weekend league. It's, it sounds really sad when I say it like this, but I play my weekend league off peak times on purpose to so avoid servers being loaded, and it's not necessarily just delay. Um, it's more so just the game being super heavy and unresponsive. Well, and what stuff, I've noticed, rather than flat out delayed, but yeah, it, it was about five games. What, what, what I do, um, what I do is just restart the console after the get after I've had a bad game, a hard reset my console, and yeah, I play um in the morning or rather late at night to just avoid the servers being overloaded. And this I weekend, literally all of my games that I've played have been horrendous from start to finish. I mean, so that's Rob, a bit of a weird one. We play Rob and I play like at all times during the day, and no matter what time, we're getting delay, right, Rob? At about thirty games of weekend league I've played this year, I've had about thirty-five games with delay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> no, but even so, what is it? Friday though? night, I did play. I will say Friday night, I did play, and it felt. I, I think I said this. I, I put this into our uh, the group DM. I was like, every single game was actually cleaner than games I've experienced last week. And last week, when every single game was awful. There was not a single game that was clean last week. Last week when I played this weekend, the first five, first six, first six, sorry, um, I went five and one, and it was clean. But every single game still had huge patches of delay within the game. It was super strange. I, I had an experience like to that level where every game was overall clean, but had that much delay within it. And like I said, I was five and one, and the one loss I took was a guy that was just so much better than me. I was like, that's how I knew to stop Friday night. I was getting to the people that were that good. So. Um, so it was better though, but then, I mean, I've logged on today. I played two games that had delay, like full, fully the whole game. So I, I just wasn't interested. And then well, I tried a draft game because I was like, maybe just weekend league servers are loaded, something like that. And I've always heard draft is decent at times when rivals and weekend league's bad. So I tried it and it was a horrible delay game too. So I don't really know if it's just uh promo weekend. I know those are always worse, but that's, uh, that's what I can think of. I don't know, but it, it's been pretty bad. And I think I'm, I think I'm done for the weekend about six and two. So. I'm, I was in the similar situation as you. I started off my first four games and gameplay on Saturday morning. I didn't play any on Friday. I didn't have a team and I was frustrated because Rivals was so delayed. So I sold off my team Thursday night. Um, oh, prices skyrocketed Thursday night. So I walked away with, with massive profit. I think I made 200K just from selling off my team alone. And then I Jesus. made like a, yeah, I made a crazy amount. I made a million coin team for this weekend league. First four games, so smooth. I brought in Hazard, hadn't used him all year, uh, really wanted to try him out, brought him in. Um, Informed Benzema, who is surprisingly clinical in front of net. He's been really, really solid for me. But in clean gameplay, you can dribble with Benzema. As soon as I get delay, you can dribble. Dude, I'm telling you, man, with clean gameplay, when it's smooth, you can, dri- you can do a lot of things with, with Benzema. His, his I, dribbling must, I must never have experienced clean gameplay then. Dude, I'm telling you, when I played the first four games, I was doing what I wanted at will. Like, if I wanted to change directions, I could. The second I hit the fifth game, I, it was unbearable. Like, I mentally lost it. It's so draining. It eats at your soul. We've been dealing with this for three years now. And like I said, I think NA, it's even worse. The type of delay we experience is... is unexplained i don't even know how to explain it to people it's it's so different so many so many different things happen it's input delay it's sluggish gameplay it's it's uh the players not relax not reacting to the way you want to dribble so if you change directions they just don't they hang there it's so so frustrating so i went five and one okay and and then uh i stopped playing i couldn't i just walked away i was like i can't do this like this is this is really really frustrating so i, I took a break for the whole day came back at 11 p.m. Saturday, and I was still getting decent gameplay at that point, but still 
a little bit of delay. I got to 14 and one, but I was so frustrated. Like after I was done playing, I got so frustrated. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm playing every game at a disadvantage. And we talked before the pod. I think it's one way as well. Like one person ex is experiencing delay and the other isn't. Cause you can tell there was a game just before we, we started this podcast that I played, which I lost. I can tell because he's able to charge at my player and player switch before I'm receiving the pass and able to get it for me right away. So you can tell his player switching is on point. And it wasn't a better player. I checked. He's, I don't even think it was a top 100 or even like gold three, gold two player, whatever. But he was able to switch players and react way quicker than I could. I couldn't dribble. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even defend. So it's clear it's like one way. One person's getting the delay and the other one isn't. That's I would say with that, I would say it's that not it's not always time, one. Though. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not always one way from. I can definitely tell when we both. I mean, like you said, as much as you can tell when only one person has delay, you can tell when both people have delay because the same thing happens. You'll be for me. It's for me. It usually I can tell through the passing, just either the way that locks on, the way the system is this year, and the way lock, passes lock on. I was a little frustrated at the beginning of the year with it, but as I've kind of figured out, I've kind of figured out how it works, and now I can tell when I have delay based on that because I've I've hit pass. It takes that one to two seconds delay so that one person who's making the run that you're trying to pass to, it's now deemed, I guess, not good by EA, and it locks into another person. So I could say when the same thing's happening to my opponent, because unless they're a really bad pass for the ball, like they're just awful. But I okay, could tell the same thing's happening. That's true. Yeah, you're yeah. right, right. You can but no, even, even it's, that's not even like a good excuse, though, because like if, even if both people have delay, it's, it's what we go back to. It lowers the skill gap, and then the game just becomes a toss-up 50-50, unless you're like a... Obviously, if you're like a top 100 player, then you could probably fight through some of the if both people have delay better than I could. Um, but that I just that's frustrating because like I have that game this morning was 100 percent just me having delay and the other person not. Um, I could just everything they did they were doing skill moves while I was trying to tackle the person three three yards back. Um, yes, and, that's what I was experiencing. It's like and very, I guess I had two yeah. straight red cards today. I played the one I played two weekend league games. The first one was a 10, 10 minute rage quit, so I don't even know if I had delay. The guy was very bad. Got lucky I matched up against them. Second one was horrible. I got a red card in it. Played a draft game, got a red card in it. Like, I don't get many red... Like, if you look at my player stats, there's not many red cards going around. Mm -hmm. um, so I can just tell... You can just tell the way there is because I'm just missing a tackle by two or three yards and then taking them out from behind. But what is the... Ex ex it's like, I don't even know if it's servers anymore, man. I, I, it, just, it doesn't make sense. How is one person able to get delay and not the other? Is it the distance of the server we're connecting to? That's what I've always wondered, because, like, obviously, what go, we'll throw it back to, like, FIFA 15 and stuff like that, the tournament modes. Like, if you had delay and your opponent didn't, it was because your connection was bad. Like, it was because it's peer-to-peer. -peer, so mm -hmm. it, it, if you can have peer-to-peer -peer where one person's fine and the other person's not because it's, it's based on your connection. But when it's dedicated servers, you would think that you'd, have the, you'd at least be in the same boat between the two of you. But I guess maybe it is the dedicated, say, the dedicated servers in the middle. And you're on one side, the opponent's on the other. I guess if they connect better to the dedicated server, I don't know. I'm. I'm well, I, I'm I know one IT, thing but... I'm I'm noticing is as, as soon as I get after the ten win mark, I start playing a lot more South Americans, and I'm connecting to Brazil. I'm in Chicago, Jesus. so they're I also connect to, to Brazil. Brazil quite often. Yeah, yeah, I'm connecting to Brazil. You can tell by just the uh, in draft. It doesn't say it in English, obviously, so that's how you tell there. But in in. Uh, Foot champs, you can tell by like their team name or the kits they use. They'll use like the Brazil kit or whatever. Um, or I'm sorry, the badge. You know, you'll you'll you you can know if you're if you're playing a South American. And then you if you check recent players, obviously their names in Spanish, but um, or Portuguese, whatever. <laughs> you know, but it it just it's frustrating because then that's part of the problem is they need to some. I don't even know how they're gonna fix it, man. It's frustrating. It really it makes the game unplayable. And I know the, the argument becomes, oh, FIFA 19 was a better game than FIFA 20. <laughs> People forget what we experienced, like Felix said last year. It's just that with delay, FIFA 20 is almost unplayable because the core mechanics is about passing and dribbling and, and taking these intricate touches. You can't do that in delay. It's impossible to do any of that. So it makes the game literally unplayable. So I think the delay didn't get worse from FIFA 19 to FIFA 20. It's just that you can't abuse mechanics like you could last year. First time shots could still be possible in delay, yeah. and you Tom, can bang them. at top ends, isn't it? Exactly. So <laughs> um, that's why people are like, "Oh, it's, the delay is worse." It's not worse. It's the same. It's just you can't you can't outplay the delay this year. You can't do anything against it. Yet yeah, there is still people who go 30 and 0 every week, and I've just seen uh, Papsity tweet. 
um, he went 30 and 0. That is 90. He's 90 and 0 for the month. He's not lost a single game of weekend league in FIFA 20. Like, how does he do that? I, well, don't yeah, so like, I think I, I, it's 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 a very simple idea that I'm I'm kind of I was oversimplifying it, calling it just skill gap. But like, I, I, I the only way I can think of it is that like he when he goes in, he's that far better than his opponent. That even though say even if the opponent's not going to delay, he is. The delay brings his skill down to a certain level, and his opponent's at that level, and he's still at a higher level than that opponent, even with that level of skill or level of delay and such. Where someone like me being, I kind of go into most weekend league games already at the level of my opponent. If they have, if they don't have delay and I do, I'm screwed because there's no chance I could keep up with that. Um, where like the better you are, obviously the, I, I don't know. That's, that's a little excuse I could say like for people 30 no. Cause I think it's very narrow minded to be like, Oh, people go 30 no, the game's fine. Obviously because they, no, 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 it's not. They, yeah. they yeah. still deal with the same nonsense. Oh, I definitely hear this. Well, no, I'm not saying that they don't hear it, but uh, that they don't deal with them. I've just said, I see. I see people say like, "Oh, he went thirty and like he, this guy went thirty and So what's like your excuse? Like he's obviously experienced it too. So it's clearly just in your head or something like that. No, he's well, he's just a much better player in that case. I just yeah, wonder yeah. how. No matter of of skill level, there has to be a way to overcome this this bad gameplay. And he's obviously an insane player to go ninety and zero in three weekend leagues, right? But there there has to be something that he knows that I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he if plays it at hours. I don't not, know. Not just, not just in terms of skill level. Maybe he is just that much better that the delay, he can still play through it, and that's all it is. But I, I wonder if there is something else to if, if he just knows how to adapt to it better. Well, what's his team like? Because I think sometimes having an insane team can pull you out of those uh, Brexit games. Like, if you've got a Ronaldo <laughs> or something. Yeah. If you've got a Ronaldo and, you know, you take like a uh, a chance that isn't really a good one but it still goes in you know what i mean like it's just because you have ronaldo yeah. for that case he's got um, in, in many aspects a similar team to me he's got testagen militao varan mendy semedo he's got 88 86 vieira sorry pogba mbappe neymar ronaldo and baby eusebio yeah so, i mean so nothing crazy it's, it is an insane team it is yeah but i mean you it see is. that a lot of pros have that a lot of pros have yeah. that kind of team. So, I, I just want I just want to see this guy play and find out how he does it because I want to be able to do that as well. Yeah, it'd be nice and to I, see. I don't him want play to say it's I, I don't want to say it's simply the gameplay that's stopping me from from doing better. That's I'm I'm just not good enough in the end of the day. I still lose games when the gameplay is clean where I just where I just if lose, I, you know? dude. If but I lose for one a reason game... or another, be it a fair loss or an or, or one that I got rigged because both happen, uh I don't know. I just, I just want to be that good. I wonder how he does it. I mean, probably a bunch of reps, really, just playing a bunch and and getting better and better. But like, if if I lose to somebody and there's no delay, I'm fine. Like, I don't care. Like, good. Like, he's better than me. I lost. It's when you lose and and when you're clearly better than the person you're playing. It's obvious when you're better than the person because like they can't even string two passes together. But for for whatever reason you struggle to create a chance because of the delay and and then they end up scoring a counter that's what really like eats at my soul it, it kills me cuz like i said i'm what 16 and 2 right now and i'm frustrated a lot of people who are probably hearing this or you know you'd think being 16 and 2 i'd be happy like okay i still got a chance to go uh elite 3 elite 2 whatever it's just i don't even want to play because it's 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 so to the point where it's unplayable so I don't know what they're going to do, but they need to figure out something. They need to figure out something before the end of the year because everyone is getting frustrated. If you look on Twitter, everybody is 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 feeling terrible gameplay this weekend, especially. I've just seen Gorilla tweet uh, literally five minutes ago. He said he's in Germany for the Draft Story Cup, I think. And uh, he said he played a few weekend league games. He said the gameplay is incredible for him. Yeah, like, well, there you go. I live 100 Germany. kilometers away from <laughs> I live 100 kilometers away from where the servers are located, supposedly. And 100% of my games this weekend have been awful. Like, I don't understand. How, what? Oh. I don't know. I guess nah, not much more it's, we can it's, rant It's a never-ending debate, this. honestly. Yeah, nobody knows what causes it. The only thing we know is that it's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, it's funny because Haber kind of summed it up. We, we were saying we probably could go on forever. Haber summed it up. He's like, the fundamental gameplay of FIFA 20 is by far the best we've had in years. I just don't understand how a leading company like EA can go backwards in terms of server capacity and connectivity. 
That's basically it. It's like the gameplay, like we said, the gameplay when clean is one of the best games ever. The gameplay when the servers feel like they're even worse than prior years, in my opinion. Like in terms of consistency, like I think I said this last week where it used to be able to like feel how you schedule your weekend league around when the servers are usually good. Last year you could you could do that. You could like for me like I just I'd get home from work Friday if I played like five to ten games I was fine, and then I could skip basically most of Saturday if I wanted to log on maybe just super late night Saturday, um, and then basically all day Sunday I was fine with maybe some connectivity issues on really just like one around one p.m. On Sunday, obviously, that's when, for me, uh, all the content comes out, if content comes out on Sunday. So that's, like, a little bit slow. But outside that, most of Sunday was fine. So you used to be able to schedule your games around there, do 10 there, 5 maybe Saturday night, and the rest Sunday. And now, like, I feel like I don't even know when to schedule games because Friday nights I've had bad connection. Luckily, this week was fine. Saturday is basically a shit show from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Sunday is inconsistent as as, uh, ever before. So I don't really know. But, yeah. It was uh, it's interesting to see the servers be the main issue for everyone. And actually, I mean, it's almost a positive that people are at least enjoying the gameplay when it's good. And so it's a more narrow fix for EA is just the servers. If they just punch that focus on the servers. And also, it, how funny is it that in their patch notes that they said that button delay wasn't due to the servers? And that they, they, <laughs> they, they patched the it. Oh my. I called it out right, right when I saw it. I was like, there's no chance this is fixing anything. And it didn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th- maybe there was genuinely an issue, genuinely an issue with that animation, but um, yeah, it was so funny. No, no way, like, there's no chance that's fixing everything. But uh, let's give some credit to EA this year. Uh, we could just let's just this is one of those situations where we just give all the credit to Fud Economist because he's new, uh, but none of the hate towards him because he's new. Uh, but the screen promo is fantastic in my opinion. Uh, just came out. They released the first half of the team, so that was an interesting idea. So I don't know how people feel about that. But they released half the team now, and they're going to release half the team uh, next Friday, which I don't know, I like that's, right before. that's a cool idea. And then, but I mean, the player choices, the upgrades, the permanent upgrades, uh, just amazing. So much more use. I I saw someone. I thought it was. I think it was a joke, but I think uh, Michael Bell tweeted out that screams one of his favorite promos, and I had to be sarcastic. This is before uh, it came out, and I, I had to be sarcastic, but I couldn't really tell. It sounded like he's being serious. I've honestly hated. It. I've never even been interested in it. I had no interest this year in any of the. Uh, rumors about it because i thought there's no chance they can make this good and they they've proved me wrong and they've actually made a really cool promo with some really good player selections where it's top tier but mid tier and just extra players that can go into the team now with some of these upgrades absolutely and i think it's i think this is going to be a trend without the pro throughout the promos for the rest of the year what they're doing is they're trying to make cards that aren't meta or are missing meta stats basically uh usable um i, really I actually like brought that, two yeah. on the team as well I, I want. I really want that Aguero because I used the normal gold Aguero the first weekend league, and he literally carried me. So I can only wonder what that one is like. But I know. I was thinking the same million, thing. Ugh, man, it looks so so good. Eighty-eight pace, ninety-two shooting. It's it's literally. I think, man, it might be the best striker for me on the game. As of now, yeah, potentially. Yeah. I could I could see that. I mean, I like I said, I've come up against Guero. He's destroyed me. I've used Guero um, before. He's very good. Um, but then some of the other cards, like making Otamendi usable, uh, is Absolutely. awesome because that's another yeah. center back in the Premier League. I'm interested in as a three-five-two player. Uh, I, this three-five-two's picked up a ton of stuff. I've been replying to a lot of tweets, getting a lot of people asking me um, how I played it. So I've just been kind of linking him that YouTube video that we saw about from Neil Guides. Um, and it's been working. It's still been working for me. When, like I said, I, I started off five and one, which is very good for me, especially when. The one loss was against a guy that I could tell was just a very good player. He wasn't registered in uh, Foot Foot uh, Foot Wizard or whatever, but still felt like a really just really solid player. And so for me, three five two Guerrero, the left mid. I know he's got a two star weak foot, but the way I play the three five two, they don't shoot often the the outside mid mids. But he's got a bit of defensive about him, and he's got some really good pace, really good dribbling, and good passing. So if you're a three five two player, he's someone I'd be interested in. I, I want to try him out, uh, I think, maybe next week or sometime this week if he dips a little bit uh, in price. And I can fit him in because right now kind of have the Prem left side. Uh, so it would be a little bit hard to get him on chemistry. Yeah, yeah I was going to use him. Obviously, obviously. of the players, um, there is still a, a couple of things wrong. But generally, ge- I think all of them look look usable. Like yes. Guerrero is decent. Cavalio might be a bit of a truck because of his balance and agility, but the rest I've of got, I actually, is fantastic. I actually got him. He's on my team right now. How do you like him? He's pretty much like you said. I mean, he's he's pretty good. I still think his like tackling is kind of wonky. Like he uh he falls over so much after tackles, and it's like you said that agility and balance in the forties. You definitely feel it, 
but he's also scored some bangers for me. Um, <laughs> Interesting. He's, he's 84 he's got, shot shooting. I don't know what his. He's got uh, 99 shot side, power, so he. Oh, wow. um, yeah, that yeah. helps. Near post OP in it. Just no yeah, exactly. Get a hand to that. Yeah, so he's he's put in some actually weak footed shots near post for me. That's bailed me out in some games. Um, he's not bad. He's not definitely not bad. He's not as good as like a pure CDM. Um, even like Alan from Napoli, like he's he's not as good as him, but he's definitely well rounded. And for seventy thousand coins, he's not a bad La Liga option. I think he's the fastest CDM in La Liga right now with mm-hmm. seventy five pace. So. Not and bad. You could, speaking of La Liga, I was just looking at the Hamas card. I didn't realize how much of an upgrade that was, like to his actual card. I have his. Also, I have the draft I'm doing right now. Is uh, I have the regular Hamas card, and I was a little nervous about the pace. He actually feels he's actually a, a decent player with how much he's been downgraded. Um, but that up that upgrade with the scream. I mean, he he looks like a very solid player. Um, I love it. But here's, my only concern is they're gonna have to keep. So obviously they're no longer giving just like plus five or plus two or whatever to pace. They went plus 25 for someone like James. Mm-hmm. I wonder now with future promos, they're going to have to continue this trend. Really? If they start picking players, they're going to have to continue the trend of making them meta essentially. I mean, he's James Rodriguez is a solid, solid. Yeah. He's got two, two star weak foot, which mm-hmm. is a letdown. But if you look at those stats, he's a solid, solid option now. And, and, uh, in the La Liga. So, yeah, I think that's something uh, Felix, I think you hinted at. You said future promos might be good. I think you said that right at the beginning. But also, one thing, we're talking future promos that might be good. Does this, does, so say this continues, obviously, and I hope it does, because I think the promos are the best part of FIFA in terms of content. Um, obviously, like SBCs and stuff like that's fun. Uh, there are obviously the SBC cards they gave us this this uh, time around for, I think it was Jesus Navas and Milner. Um, those are always fun, but... I think the best part about promos is getting more usable cards that maybe weren't usable. Someone like a Hamas, even with the two-star weak foot, his stats just being so good that it's like, hey, maybe worth trying at least. Uh, does this completely just ruin Team of the Week for you guys? I mean, Team of the Week's been kind of dead in general, especially this week. Uh, <laughs> the team, uh, Obviously, I'm a Lua fan. Uh, as an American, Weston McKinney was good. But outside of that, I mean, it was miserable. Um yeah, I mean, team of the week for me has never really been something I I go after because the upgrades are so minimal, especially for the high rate. I mean, some of them are good, like the Theo Hernandez card that was I think last week or was it? This, is it yeah, last week, right? The last, last week, back yeah. Milan. Yeah, I think so. Um, like he went from a seventy-seven to an eighty-one, I believe. Yep. Yep. So like something like that, I like those types of upgrades, but they're when, they're very good for like I think yeah. the first few team of the weeks are good because they there's a few gold cards that are like. Obviously, you have the you obviously have your competitors, your qualifiers, and your uh, pro teams. Obviously, those ones it's hard to break into those teams as is, so it's really not hard. But for the people right behind that, like building just meta teams for weekend league, I think there's always a bunch of good gold cards, like a like a Theo Hernandez, whose gold card is a left back 77. Is actually you start looking at it like oh he's for a 77, he's actually pretty usable. But then he gets that team of the week, and he actually becomes like someone you could put into weekend league squad and not feel like you're hurting yourself. Unless you're trying to go for like your elite one top 100s. Yeah, I'm but, actually using him right now. I got him in my red pick rewards last week, and mm-hmm. he's on my team. And he's pretty solid. His passing is a letdown, but other than that, he's. Did you pair him with that Romagnoli? Yep. I was just going to tell you, Romagnoli. I, I got Romagnoli, and uh, he's also solid. Very, very solid. Really, really rapid, actually. Really quick. He can keep up with most of the strikers with high pace. But again as i've been mentioning kind of alluding to it's the tackling that kind of is off if you're not using van dyke for whatever reason um there's a few bounce backs here and there but for, he's really really solid if, if you're mm-hmm. running a city out team then um romanoli is is really really good like, you should definitely pick him up especially for only a hundred thousand coins or a hundred ten thousand yeah, coins whatever a hundred thousand coins that card is insane if that was in the prem he oh, it'd be like, not beyond K. Okay. No, I mean, look at Otamendi. He's next to him. Yeah, he's Otamendi's got a worse card, and he's like, what, 250, 300K? Mm-hmm. 239 right now on Xbox. As, as and Romagnoli is the better card by quite yep. a bit as well, I think. The only thing is, I, I think for these, they might be good investments. I've, I see Otamendi going up. They just, I know they just dropped quite a bit because I was investing in William Cavalio, yeah. but it was just quick. I bought him for 71, sold him for 78 uh, uh, yesterday into last night, and now he's down to 70 again. So I, I, there have been, they've been fluctuating quite off, like quite a bit. So they are dangerous to get into, I think, especially not knowing what that second team is going to be. 
um, if there's going to be uh, substitutes for some of these players. Like, what if we get, like, so you think William Carvalho for 70? What if we get, like, another CDM from uh, La Liga? Could that hurt his – especially if it's, like, a one that could, might have better links and it's, like, a decent, just as good as a player. That could hurt his price. Obviously, Otamendi if you get another Prem one. You know who I think is going to be in it next week? I think they're going to put Luis Suarez in it. Yeah. Did he score a goal? Little vampire. No, not team of the week. no, not team of the week. I just think he's oh, going to be the ultimate stream. screen. Uh, yeah, I sorry, think sorry. because he's got that seventy-three pace. Um, I have a feeling he's going to be the headline of it. Like he's going to be the Aguero. You know how Aguero's like the main guy. Yeah, that, that could be possible. I have Makes a feeling it's well. I like I like the vampire analogy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that's, that's why I thought you said it. That's honestly why I thought you said it. No, just no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Even though I I don't <laughs> like good. Suarez after he bit Chiellini, but you know, um. I, he's definitely going to be a usable. If they if they bump up his pace to like the eighties, that card might be lethal. His finishing is super clean already. I've used him a couple of times. Yes. Well. he just puts everything yes. away. The problem is literally just the lack of skill moves and the pace for him. The rest of the card uh, is three very star good. skills. I'm okay with. You know, to be honest with you, yeah. but I mean, obviously four star is always better. So you can do that um, mm. scoop, scoop turn. turn. I mean, uh, scoop turn is one of the best skill moves to create some space. So that's the I only thing it. he'll lack, but. As a pure striker, if he gets eighty some pace, I think his with his uh, dribbling's already decent. I think he's going to be a really really solid option. Especially, there's no really strikers to use in, in La Liga right now. I mean, Griezmann's the three star weak foot's a turnoff. So who who are you going to use? Yeah, I mean you're using Inform Benzema, so yes, that kind of says where you've, I mean you see you've liked him, but I mean in terms of coming to the year, you said I'd be using Inform Benzema. You'd be like, well, there's a severe lack of options. In La Liga, just based on that, but yeah, Benzema. Also, interesting. I, I just saw this. Sorry, I don't cut you off on the good. La Liga strikers, but there's. I just noticed there's no goalie. Uh, uh, interesting that they just didn't go. Oh with the yeah, I've, I've not. I've not really noticed that so far. I only so. noticed because I saw Sabitzer sitting in net on the uh, Fuppins team. The way they they mm-hmm. way they organized it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. another good card, by the way. It is. I think it's got. Yeah, doesn't he have like three star, three star though, or something like that, or is it four star? I would not touch that card with. Well, a stick, you don't like, but Red you know, for, like, for rather yeah. obvious reasons, I'm biased. Yeah, there, so. yeah, but <laughs> I, I thought that the, the I feel like last year always I feel like people were like don't put goalkeepers in um, the promos because they're kind of a waste. But this year, I feel like the good goalkeepers are the good goalkeepers. If that makes any sense. Like the higher rated goalkeepers seem to be the better ones. I know people have had issues with Courtois, um, but in general, like Ter Stegen, I like Neuer a lot. Um, I know a lot of people use uh, All Black and Handanovic. You know who's really good? Like, one of the best I've used, Donnarumma. Allison is good as well. And I like Allison. Yeah, Allison was the other one I was thinking. Um, Ederson, maybe not, just he's kind of smaller, isn't he? But uh, I, now the fact that they've actually made good goalies be the good goalkeepers, they take them away from promos. So it's a little interesting. Because, like, imagine if like you had, like, a decent goalie that got, like, a higher boost. Um, <laughs> might, might make another usable goalie in a different league that doesn't have one yet. Uh, I just thought that would be interesting, but again, like I think with how many complaints people had about goalies last year and promos, that's that's probably why they did it. Um, and there are there is enough good goalies this year, I think, to go around for each kind of team and league. If you could choose a couple of players that you would want to uh, get screamer items, who would you go for? That doesn't have to be a full eleven, or just, like just yeah, one. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to lean towards players that would either fit in my team or players I like. Same. Like, I would obviously, say, like, if Lua got an Aguero-type boost, oh my god, that'd be insane. But, like, uh, now after getting the Red West and McKinney and seeing his stats and how kind of good he is, imagine if he gets, like, a plus, like, a couple in each stat. Like, he'd actually be one of the best, like, center mids in the Bundesliga. He's really well-balanced as well, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd love a Musa Sissoko with good dribbling. That'd be great, I think. Th- well, that card would be so expensive, though. Supposedly, there's an SBC coming out with Sissoko and Hulk. I don't know if the house. Yeah, I've, I've heard is. rumors about Hulk as well. Yes, I've heard, yes. I went ahead and invested heavily on Alex Tellis um, mm-hmm. at 5K a, a piece. He probably, he's like a safe investment because, I mean, even if he drops, he's not going to drop terribly. Like, I think he's one of those cards where he'll stay at like 5K regardless. So I'm hoping that a Hulk SBC does come out and I'll be able to flip him for, you know, six to 8K because I think Tellis dropped to about. <laughs> stuck to about 5,000, uh, 4,500. I bought him at 5,000, so I've already lost a little bit. But it's a good investment if you guys are listening. If you guys want to take a risk on uh, on Hulk. 
don't don't buy him, right? Joey's just trying to sell off his part of the problem. <laughs> He's trying to, to hype up the player. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be able to hike up the player if you guys can buy him for 4500 I'd be at a loss. That'd be pointless. <laughs> um, speaking of players, so I'm thinking I'm in the market for like a Bundesliga striker. Um, so I was looking at some of the strikers they have. Actually, it's pretty sad. But um, Kramaric, if you got a huge pace boost, would be decent with the four-star, four-star. That's about it I can think of because everyone else has something else wrong with them. Like, there's there's only three strikers I think with four star four star, um in the Bundesliga, which is Lua, um Kramaric. Actually, Rebic isn't even there anymore, right? He's in Syria. So, oh, Lars Stindl. That's about it. So, and Stindl is slow and not very good. So, yeah, I mean, really lacking four star four star in the Bundesliga striker column. So, that'd be something I'd look at. And then I was also thinking I kind of want a new, like I said, a left mid in the three five two. I want. Like uh, and potentially could be a prem player, so some someone like that would be awesome. I could fit that piece. I was gonna say Chiellini, but the problem is they already picked uh, Syria center center back, so it's not yeah. gonna happen. Uh, maybe Tiago Silva. I can see him getting one. Yeah, that his would be pace cool. dropped off. I think Tiago Silva. I can see him getting one. Um, who else? I don't really know. I'm wonder. I, I kind of wonder. It's tough to pick. call because I don't really recognize a pattern with anyone they've picked. It just seems random, and they've made the cards just really good. But there's not really anything particularly scary about most of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't so see. It's, it's yeah, really, I don't see like a theme. It's like really hard to predict. I think they've went with players who have, for example, Ultimendi had decent defending stats, but his pace was just so bad. So they gave him the bump. Same with. Uh, who else did they do? I don't know. I just it's it's a bunch of pace upgrades to be honest. If you look at it, yeah. Other than Bernard, like Bernard already had a decent decent pace, but for the most part, it's it's pace. So you got to think about of it depends if they pick a different stat next week. But I think they're gonna stick with the same thing. They're gonna try to pick players who aren't meta or are missing maybe one meta stat. So maybe someone has the meta, uh, has the pace, but they don't have the shooting. They'll bump that up. So you got to look at players who. Who lacks something, which can be that's why I said Suarez is probably like, gonna be uh, one of them. I, Saint Maximan would be a good example for that, but he's got ones to watch, so I can't imagine that. That's happening. what I was just about to say the exact same thing, but on the opposite side, same league, Christian Polisic has rapid with good dribbling, but has horrible shooting and passing. What about Vinic- Vinicius Jr. could be a possibility? Good yes, there, yeah. that's another one, yes. Yeah, that's a- absolutely another one they can use. So there's a lot I- of different options. No matter who it is, I just hope they give him the same insane upgrades because that is a lot of fun, I think. Oh, I've got Aguero be. in the draft as well, man. I'm looking forward to using him if the gameplay isn't shit again. Oh, but... you haven't used him yet? No, 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 I haven't. Oh, well, when you do, let me know. Because I, yeah, I, I that's one card I, wa- like, I actually want. Like, I want to build a team around that Aguero. Because like he I said, that great, gold card he? of his, man, his, his 89 is unbelievable. I, I love his card. It la- like I said, it lacked the pace, but I loved his finishing. He could put away anything from anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, so. so I think I think they've gotten Scream right this year. Uh, I think it's really cool. It's a big addition. Again, we they've kind of gone off theme because it doesn't like we said. It's hard to predict the players because it doesn't feel like there's any scariness about them. But at the same time, I'd, I'd rather take off theme a little bit to give them just call the theme scary boosts and that are permanent and like get actually useful players in here. It makes the promo yeah. so much more fun and so much more enjoyable. Um, and, they can, and they can do the theme SBCs like they've been doing and continue to do that. And that's kind of like where the theme of uh, Scream comes into play. Rob, are you, would you bring in that Muller on your team? I was actually, I was thinking about it and I was kind of like, when it came out, I was talking um, to some people about it. I was like, Muller actually looks usable because I actually have him on tradable right now, the regular one. And it is maybe the one of the worst cards I've ever used. <laughs> but at Cam- the thing is that he'd have to play the cam in the three five two, so he'd be taking mm-hmm. Royce's spot. Um, uh, and in terms of stamina, I'd appreciate that. But he's around the same price as Royce too. But he does have three star skills, which and the cam spot in three five two, you need someone. You basically need that that to be your best player. So Royce with the the way Royce plays, I would lose a lot with Muller in that. Sense. What if you move Royce to striker? I could do that. That would be the good thing. I just again three five two with the the stamina. Royce would be dead by the fiftieth minute. So. No, um, no, no. What if you move Royce to strike? Oh, right. No, you have yeah, to the, come back. Yeah, You're to right. come back. Yeah, because even like Lou has got 79 stam and he is almost a sub every single game. Unless I'm confidently like winning and I'm subbing on like defenders or like uh, I mean, you could actually use, you could actually even use him as a striker. Muller as a striker was what, uh, that's what I was saying. Because if you compare him to Lua, it's 
It's and he's got the high high uh, stats. The high high stats with a better stam would is would be good for the three five two, like I said. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you compare him to Lua, they're very similar in terms of some of the stats. But actually, Lua are actually better. Yeah. One thing I was uh, wanted to bring up, you you know how you play your strikers on comeback on defense, right? Yep. So I'm wondering, what if they remove that? If the three five two is still going to be as good? Because uh, if you guys saw the draft um, draft story cup. Yep. So the first day, people were complaining that it was so boring to watch because everyone, all the pros were playing the drop back low depth for the most part. So they put in a rule that day two, you no longer can play drop back. None of your offensive players, so none of your attackers can have uh, come back on defense as a instruction. And the minimum depth was four. That's one of the rules they put in. You could not go other than those. So I wonder if EA may take a uh, page out of their book and try to implement something like that because I would love I that. Really, <laughs> I think that's a great rule. Yeah. Because it it's just a, makes... It's a, it's a good way for these... It's, see, it's weird. EA will never do it because then they would just wouldn't have it in the game. But and I don't think that's... They, if they did want it in the game, they would just take it out fast. But it's it's great for these outside tournaments that uh, can make the game more fun and show kind of like what, what FIFA 20 could be um, without it. And I think that's been good. And I was actually, I saw that, unfortunately, like I said, I was busy all day yesterday, so I couldn't watch. But I, when I saw that come out, I was like, I really want to see how this plays like good players playing on these. Um, what I like most people would want to play like those rules. Was, um, so to see good players playing on those rules is kind of interesting and something I think most tournaments should do like the foothead, the foothead term that they do every week that sh- they should probably implement something like that as well. I, I wanted to say something, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. No, I, um, I just forgot. Uh, Maybe we'll come back to you, but uh, with, with that, let's go jump in the piece. Uh, speaking of pros, I guess that'll be the segue. Speaking of pros, um, some continuous drama. Uh, as I put on Twitter last night, well, I replied to a tweet about the drama. I said, uh, FIFA 20 drama greater than FIFA 20 gameplay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's at least been more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every week. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, so Joey, if you want to break down how it went, because uh, I think it started your neck of the bit area. Yeah, good old Chicago. Uh, <laughs> I would never thought someone from Chicago, you know, we're built tough, and this was a weak move, but um, I don't want to go down that road. But uh, I was awake when this was all happening. I think uh, Felix was probably sleeping because yeah. it was I was late awake. Night. Well. I was, uh, oh, you were okay. Months, but, well, um, I was awake when he was still playing. We'll get to into what's happening. That sounds a bit cryptic now, without yeah, knowing so, what's going on. Right, but right, I so. wasn't. I woke up to the actual drama being revealed. Yeah. So, um, for those of you guys who know Nick, run the Foot Market, who is probably one of the down to earth streamers I've ever seen stream, in my opinion. Like when you watch him, he's just really chill, really cool, and he's been doing really well in the game this year. Um, close to a few 30 and O's. I think he got 29 and one last week or 28 and two, something like that. I think it's, it was 28 and okay. It was 28. So he's pushing to that 30 and O like he's, he's going to get it. If uh, people don't do what I'm about to say they're doing. So there's a group of pros, I guess, in NA, which is, it's so heartbreaking to hear because some of these names you would never, I don't want to see, you would never expect, but they've essentially band together to stream snipe the guy so he doesn't get his 30 and 0 and, and get him out of the top 100 so there's more spots for for them and i think that's such a pathetic like way to go about things like you guys are teaming up against a streamer just to stop him from getting top 100 like there was literally a, a discord of all pros in there and not and not only that but essentially what i heard is they use that discord to avoid each other as well so like now that when you look at it, it's like okay so you guys they tweet out 29 and 1 eight and two i went 20 this and this okay so you you're tweeting out your records but you've been avoiding all other pro players while doing so i have zero respect for your getting uh top 100 anymore like it's 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 for me disqualified like if you're if you're going out of your way to avoid other players just to get your 29 and ones 28 and twos or whatever i don't find you as to be like as good of a pro as you claim to be in my opinion, I don't know how you guys take your take on that, but that's how especially I like a, especially like a pro, yeah, a pro. Like if you're calling yourself a professional, you don't just back down from like that's the whole thing. Is like the uh, you always hear it. Obviously, it's kind of marketing in a sense, but like with real athlete, like athletes, they always say like I want to go against the best team. Like yeah. they don't want the they don't want the word. Obviously, like and maybe in the back of their head, there's that little bit being like, well, if they we match up well against them, so if they they win, obviously like we'd rather play them. But 
also at the same time, they do want to play the best of the best and like improve and stuff like that. So yeah, hearing people trying to dodge each other, well, not trying to, but effectively dodging each other um, just to get the better records, especially when the records really at, once you get to the top 100, they don't mean anything. It's not like you're a better pro. You have to win at the events. You're, the, the rewards are shit, so it's not like the matter. Like the re- you're not doing it for the rewards; you're doing it for the tweets. Um, so the difference between like you're, I mean, they're good enough anyways to go elite one and still make the qualifiers without dodging each other. They just wouldn't get their tweets out that they're twenty nine and one or thirty and zero. So I, I don't see the point of it really. Yeah, I don't know, man. I it's sad that hectic jukes, who's like I said, he's he's signed by the Chicago fire and he's doing this stuff. That's to me, that's not a professional to me. That's unprofessional. If you're a pro, you need to not only act as one, um, as a player, but you need to, you need to, from outside of like, not only on the game, can you be good, but you have to act like a pro outside of the game, essentially. And that's, he wasn't. <laughs> so that's, it's that's it's unfair same. to only call out his name. Well, we're at it. yes, but I think he's the only actual pro signed to a team though. Uh, Agit Power allegedly was one of them as well. He's he wasn't in the well, Discord yeah. conversation that got screenshotted, but people said he was searching and trying to snipe him as well, and he signed for a footballist, I think. Okay, so I mean, um, there's all, like, I don't, I don't want to like start calling out names and like, oh, three straights and start having a go at the people, uh, one by one. I think that's not the point here. I just don't understand why you do that. Just you know, are you really that sad? about your own life that you have to ruin nice things for others like what why i just don't understand what is the point like why why would you do that just let him have his top 100 or whatever and be happy for him i'm with you the the worst thing is i think one of one of the pros i don't know who it was um i've read actually sniped him and lost so there's that (laughs) That yeah that that feels good yeah he did. He lost. Um, and then on the last game, he actually DC'd. But he thinks that someone DDoSed him. Which is Possibly. also a possibility. Um, well, if he DDoSed him, then his stream would have gone down, though. You're right. Uh, actually, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right about that. He would have... Um, I think it was just EA servers being EA servers. And he disconnected on the 90th minute when he was up. And I, I don't think it was his opponent either. Because his opponent had the ball when it happened. I don't think... No, his opponent even tweeted out. And his opponent's all like... He even apologized. Man, I can't believe that happened. This and that. So it was, it was the servers being the servers. So which happened to Bates and I think a three and as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was winning three zero. I mean, and like all of a sudden the gameplay disconnected. I think why he was about to score, but that could have been an opponent as well. So who knows? Ended up getting the Did lost. Did he tweet it out as well? Because uh, yes, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I think it's just super sad. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Because it's like, this now now this keeps happening, this keeps stories like this, is what could, let's say EA do, but I don't really know if there is something that I guess they could do. Like, there's only so many ways they can make that we can't dodge, like that you can dodge players. They've done a good job, I think, in that, or they've done like what they, they've improved it as they can to try to avoid the dodging of honestly, pros, but I think it's worse. It is worse. People dodge more than ever, and they're oh, definitely it's worse. But I think they've. I think what EA's done is to try to fix it is better, at least. Yes, but you know what the problem is? They need to get rid of weekend league. It can't be the way to qualify for events anymore. Period. It's the worst mode that they could have implemented in order to qualify for events. They they need to just stick to division rivals. Have it be the top whatever at the end of the season. Um let's say top 64 and rivals in Europe and then top whatever in US or NA, whatever you want to call and do it that way because weekend league, there's so many issues. There's dodging. There is also um, disconnects. Obviously those are a problem. You know, people can miss out on verification, for example, if they, they get disconnects and they have to wait another week and all that stuff. So I just think weekend league in general is just a, it's a flawed system that needs an update and i'm hoping next year they figure out something new because i i don't like the mode anymore it was good the first few years and i get they want to somehow give good rewards but i just don't see the system working for the next x amount of years they need to figure out something else yeah i agree i don't i mean in terms of competitive yeah yeah Yeah, i mean i still don't like weekend league in general just the way it is the system in terms of You've pigeonholed people into ruining their weekends, but 
Yeah, That's and I, I don't like the argument where like, oh, if you don't like it, don't play. I hate that argument. It's just like, I get it. You know, I get like we don't have to put up with it, but at the end of the day, it is the best way to get rewards. And in order to get those rewards, you have to kill your weekend or spend more money on FIFA points if you want a decent team. So I just feel like rivals should have been the way forward for competitive play, in my opinion, throughout the Which week. Is- Funnily enough, my most hated game mode just because of how bad the game <laughs> is. But yeah. That is a, a different story. In terms of the format and how it works, I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, because Weekend League, like I said, you can essentially beat people who are way worse than you and, and go 30-0, especially if you're um, actively dodging other good players or good pros. So that's my take. Can't say I disagree. Agreed. I guess we'll see what they do. But, I guess see what they do next year. Felix, you never you never figured out what you were trying to say earlier. Nope, it's gone. Okay, it's gone forever. That's it, that, that must not have been that important then. That's how that's how I always look at it. If I forget what I said and I can't yeah, remember, it, pro- it must not have been that important. But yes, yeah, so I'm a hundred percent gonna remember it the second we stop recording. I just know it. <laughs> well, thank, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you guys did enjoy. If you have any questions, tweet at us as always. Um, if you have any topics for the next episode of foot live please let us know um hopefully we'll get some more content next well on friday so uh that'd be more screen cards and hopefully next week we'll be able to break down some of those cards and maybe we'll have tried more since then because i do want to try a few more out give you some player reviews there hopefully the rest of the weekend league goes well for all of you listening to this if you do listen to this when it comes out um and hopefully everyone gets the rewards that they want and it's actually not shitty for you but i am done with fifa for the week i'm not playing any more weekend league but yeah like i said thank you guys for listening subscribe on any uh the platform uh, that you'll send your podcast on. Thank you for Joey and Felix for coming on as always um, and talking about this wonderful game that we play. And as always, we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.